double G A. It rolls off the tongue like a person in French. Voulez-vous, my niggas think you kindly with this tension? I speak that broken French and you can't fix that with a wrench. My in night, double G A. Please excuse my language, but this native tongue's legit. Okay. And ain't nobody fading when we start to throw a fist. A five finger clutch and make a sucker nigga split. My in night, double G A. I feel the pressure on me all day. Cause either it's the cops or the niggas in the drop. Pull up on you, drop the window, let it spray. My in night, double G A. What you say? Being that we use it as a term of endearment. Bless my niggas daily, hope that everybody hear it. Looking down on you at the top of the pyramid. King, 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 Shorter than, but that don't mean it's something sweet. Uh, they duplicate my features, my anatomy. Wanna be confront them on that shit, they gon' get mad at me. Whatever my in night, double G. Whatever. I buzz you off like buzzing on a bumblebee. Okay. I buzzing like this, but I am humbly. Honor that you slap my music comfortably. But really, my in night, double G. I can't give two fucks about who fuck with me. Uh. Insecurely, I'm lying at my fucking teeth. If you don't play my words and beast, then I don't eat. And that's real might in night, double G. Double OG, triple my money. Triple O, triple comma, tripping on me. Boy, take that up, but God, cause he the one that chose me. Show him how to be king. King, king. King, king, king. King, king. King, king, king. King, king, king. King, king, king. King, king. And we live. It's the Cape Back Sessions. It's Monday. We got August 08. Yo, what's popping? On the Cape Back Session. What's popping with you? You tell me what's really good. I'm chilling. You already know. But like, what, so what was the day like? Oh, today I made some tacos. It was slapping. The tacos were slapping. It's not even Taco Tuesday, though. I know. I, I just decided I so wanted tacos. you make tacos on Margarita Monday? That's kind of whack. Is, is that what it's called, Margarita Monday? Yeah, if you don't drink, so you probably wouldn't know. I'm not up on game, you know what I'm saying? I don't drink, so I don't know what the Margarita Monday is. It's but like a, it's like a signature thing. It's Margarita Monday, Taco Tuesday, yeah. Wing Wednesday. See, I be trying to find reasons to party, yeah. <laughs> Fire reasons <laughs> to spend money, too. I be trying to find reasons to party. And I know you, too. I know you for real, so I know you be I partying, know you for real, bro. too. They, yo, they don't, they don't know we actually go way back. We we, come, we, we we got some time. We got some history, actually. We got some history. We got some history. He, y'all, he was always around when during my first internship in L.A., Mm-hmm. When I was working at Kanye's studio, I would just be pulling up all the time. He used to always give me a really hard time. For sure I did. For why, though? Like, why did you always pick on me? Like, you know, I was the I only girl on intern. No, no. I was first, struggling. First and foremost, you weren't the only girl intern. I was the only girl intern. What about Paige? 
Paige was there when I wasn't there. We're building up women. <laughs> Shout out all the women. women in the music industry. Shout out Wendy. Shout out it's Julie. Okay. Shout out Chelsea Gallardo. You feel me? All Shout out women. Erica. Shout out Shanique Gonzalez. Yeah, period. All the women. All the women. It's a lot. It's too many to name at this point. <laughs> Shout out Ashley Calhoun. Ashley Calhoun is my girl. Shout out Ashley Calhoun all the time. That's my oh, yeah. girl for life. Tell me about your journey with music since I met you. So that was about three years ago. Damn. At that time when I met you, how would you say you were really starting out? You said what? When you when I first met you three years ago, what place would you say you were in in your musical journey? Um, The figuring it out point, honestly. Um, three years ago, that was coming off of um, Sorry, Justin Bieber record, Sorry. So mm-hmm. we was in the, the we got to find another hip phase in my career. Oh, yeah. So around that time when I first mm-hmm. met you, we was getting into the um, wait. Actually, that that was the year fucking. I'm when the I one met came you, out. But when I met you, yeah. you were just coming off of Sorry, I believe. Yeah, 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 I'm the one that I'm the one came. So we was on the we was in the motherfucking figuring. Can I curse on here? Yeah, of course you can curse. It's live. Right. It's the kind of radio where you can actually curse and you can be yourself can say and what be the authentic. Fuck you want to say? So you gotta say whatever the fuck you want to say. It's not a censored right, radio. Sure. It's All real right. and it's raw and it's authentic. So. But now when I met you, we was me and the homies was really just in the figuring it out phase. Mm-hmm. Me, Duckworth, Channel, shout out Channel Trey, shout out Duckworth. Oh yeah. Shout out Barney Bones. The whole squad, your whole gang has been talented. I met Thank Barney you. during the same time frame as well. Yeah, because we was doing the um We first came to No Name fucking with Ye. Mm-hmm. Cause Che wanted us around. He just kept having us around Che for has the craziest ear of all time. Like Bruh. he just knows talent Che's and like a legend. Exactly. I'm hot I didn't make Ye though. I ain't gonna front. I'm but still like, sad I didn't make yay, but... It don't matter, because you Tay have had so us many around. other records that are just amazing as well. Thank you. You feel me? Tay had us around, no name. I met you, met the whole squad. Thank Shout out Jenna. Me. Shout out Tia. Jenna and Tia really held it down. Like, that whole studio was so special, because artists really, like, went through so much with us. Because they used to... There's so many oh, camps. Yeah. There's so many artist camps at that time, and, like, we all used to be able to connect and just vibe and just... 100%. It was dope. I, I really missed that studio, honestly. I ain't gonna lie, no name is no more, man. That kind of hurt my feelings. Man, that when that that last day was so freaking sad. I, I spent a whole year and a half of my life there. Yeah, it was sad for me too, cause I spent the last like I ain't spent as much time as you did, but I spent a lot of my time over there, cause we that's where we were, um, eighty eight rising. We did our um, head in the clouds album there too. Yeah, y'all like I remember when I think when I left is when you were really there, hella. Yeah. I used to see you kind of pop in and pop out at that time, but then. When I left, I remember always like just seeing you on everyone's stories because Jenna is just a huge fan and was always working with you and like everyone at the squad just really always fucked with you. That's that everybody's family, man. Me and Jenna go back. I remember when Jenna was an intern. I'm kind of feeling like yo, I've, the fact that I've only been in the music industry for like four and a half years, and everybody I'm seeing now was an intern start like starting to pop off. You doing your thing, Jenna doing her thing, like oh, Tia. Like, Tia's opened up studios and being the biggest girl boss of all time. Tia's doing her thing. It's it's so amazing. And it's and, and we're speaking about all women right now. That's what I'm saying. Fire. The cra- the craziness within that like space was just so fire. Like that whole that studio taught me so much and it was just dope to be led by women as well. Yeah, it was amazing. I missed that shit. That was a great vibe. I made some pretty fire records there. Tell me about your favorite record you made while you was there. Mm, my favorite song I made at that studio. Um, I would have to say Head in the Clouds by Joji. Why that one? That one specifically because that was like the first time me and Joji actually got to like sit down and 
I just play piano and we write a record together. And that's my favorite part of the, that's my favorite process. Like, you know, like when I'm when I'm in studios, I don't like to be in bigger rooms. Yeah, you're super like you're all about yeah. the vibe and the intimacy yeah. of the song and the record. Even when I had like the bigger studio studio A, I worked in the in, in the in the um in the cut in, in <laughs> the little the cut, cut part. And me and Georgie were able to just sit at the piano and write mm-hmm. head in the clouds with Barney. Um mm-hmm. it was a vibe. I think that was my favorite record. What other records came out of that motherfucker? We wrote oh yeah, Miss Summer Madness. We wrote Miss Summer Madness there mm. too. So a lot yeah. of the, so was it the vibe of the room that really used to just like just bring all the creative energy out of you, or was it like it's all people you always used to bring around? You know, me and my homies is gangsters, so you know we we once we lock down somewhere, we just be in there. Are most of your friends LA based or we're LA raised? My bad. I only got one homie who ain't LA based, except for like all my other homies that I've like mm-hmm. family. Like I fuck with you, mm-hmm. I fuck with a lot of people, but all my homies is LA niggas except for Faye. You met, you probably met Faye. I think before. I met, I think I met him. I feel like, is it something about people from LA that really like kept your circle super from LA, or was it just coincidence that all of you guys were from the same place? I think it's coincidence, honestly, because mm-hmm. um, me and Duck didn't grow up together. Where'd you, y'all meet? I met Duckworth through Channel through. Um, oh, your phone cracking over there. She over there lit. She from LA too. I could tell. You <laughs> look like you from LA. You she got Is the waterfall. The, the, at the top, the waterfall. I see. <laughs> but um, LA, hell yeah, we got a specific look. What's the specific look? We the coolest motherfuckers alive. God I think damn New Yorkers it. the coolest niggas alive. So I'm gonna tell you. Are you from Los Angeles? No, that's don't ever disrespect my best friend like that. First she of all. said period when I said LA the best pause. place. Oh, for sure. Pause. Pause. I'm from don't New ever York. disrespect my best friend like that. You that hurts. What part of New York? Brooklyn. All right, for sure. Yeah. Brooklyn, stand up. Hello, stood up. <laughs> I'm here you now. LA, right? Shout out my niggas. I'm you from here LA now, too? but you building a we gang? This What's up? Oh, we we ain't building no gangs. We you sound got like our you gangs. building an army. You over here? You from here? You from here? Okay, bad. build, build, build. Just just in case it go bad in here, we gonna be straight. Okay. Oh, oh. But New Yorkers always held it down though. From day one, we've always held it down. First okay. and foremost, New Yorkers the only. Like, we the flyest, though. We can oh, no, be the flyest. Oh, God. Not even going to play with you. Okay, Paul, don't shut you out your shit. own hood. We are oh, repping New York. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. No, Tiana Taylor, except Rocky. Okay. But, so, but like. Shout out Tiana. Shout so out Rocky. Was, you feel me? <laughs> I feel like Tiana and Rocky are, like, some of the flyest, like. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to mean this, because this shit probably going to come out later. I love ASAP Rocky, but. YG had a had his brand in Barney's. That says a lot. That if that ain't the most pimp Mac player shit you could ever do, I feel it. You can't top that. I feel it. They said Rocky Hart though, his whole click hard, all them niggas in Playboy, um, all them niggas Young Lord, mm. all them niggas. All them niggas is hard, 12 All them niggas are fucking talented as fuck. Ass piece of he ain't, he ain't uh, ASAP Mob, but he a part of that little clique. All them niggas are fucking crazy designers. Mm-hmm. Shout out all them niggas. You're a part of a clique as well. Yep. Tell me about what makes your clique unique in 88 Which Rising. one are you talking about? You talking about 88 Rising or you talking about Just Friends? I was talking about 88 Rising, but we can, we can talk about okay. that after. <laughs> um, what, say it again. Uh, what makes your clique 88 Rising special, unique? I think um, what makes us unique is we just do what the fuck we want to do and, and, and is very unapologetic about it. And was that innate? Or did you guys grow into that? I think it was always because it's a hundred ways to get money. Mm-hmm. Um, when Once we figured out how to get money, shit just start cracking. Mm-hmm. 
and people can't say nothing too much to you when you get money. Mm-hmm. I, on some street shit, though. I'm a street nigga. No, but so. that's real, though. Yeah. Where do you think you got your hustle from? For music? My hustle for music came from uh, my Uncle Thelsey. I got my Uncle Thelsey. I'll keep you rolling with me. Targ Metal. Tell me about him. My Uncle Thelsey is this old player nigga who used to play guitar back in the day. He be, he be, he be, he be acting a fool. <laughs> but he always had, like, drive to make music, so... Um, I always saw him making music. I didn't want to make music. Um, I was a drummer first. Mm-hmm. Then, um, cause you said I'm, I'm fat, so you know all of the the black, the black, the the fat black niggas in L. A. are drummers. That's a fact. There are a lot of black drummers in L. A. There's a lot of fat but black I, drummers. I, I wouldn't put so them I come all together the, like that. It's am I fucking lying? Is he right now? Is that like an L. A. thing? <laughs> if you fat and black, you a drummer. Uh, I'm from Long Beach. He's from Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Well, I got. I, let me, let me, let me, let me clarify so niggas won't later be like, "Oh, this nigga, this nigga, this nigga." I was born in Compton. You're born in Compton. Then I moved to Long Beach. Moved to Long Beach. And I went to high school. I went to Linwood High. Where was Linwood High? Linwood is right next to Compton. Okay. Yeah. So just South LA race. Well, no, that's that, not South LA. That's the East South Side. LA. I'm okay, an East Side my, nigga. My LA geographics are terrible. Yeah, I'm an East Side <laughs> nigga. I'm not from. I'm not from uh, South LA. South LA is not a real thing. That's I don't know where that came from. South you, Central. I went to USC and USC was in South LA. That's white people made that up. No really? disrespect. <laughs> give me give me the real history. Just like West Adams. Where West Adams come from? <laughs> Y'all made that up. Is there there's, there's no East Adams? All where the East Adams at? Exactly. It's just it's just all fugazi. That shit is y'all who y'all fronting on. What's your favorite part about LA? My favorite part about LA? Mm-hmm. See, I done been all around the world, my nigga. And I know you have. I want to get into that after. And it's nothing like being home. I drive my little 1985 Cadillac cream on cream through the city. Cause you seen my shit. I be Ooh. driving my shit through the city, and it's just a movie. Top. Now, nah, I said top down. My, my nigga Barney Bones got the top down Audi, so. <laughs> but I got that motherfucking cream on cream Cadillac, and we be rolling through the city. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just nothing just like that. You just love how beautiful LA, it is. Man. It ain't even like about the beauty, because I'm mm-hmm. used to that. It's mm-hmm. just the way our shit feel. Mm-hmm. Our shit just feel like a movie. Real shit. It just feel like God, man. Mm-hmm. I love how you explained that. But then you also started to see the whole world when you were on tour. 100%. How was that? Touring the world is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's nothing short of amazing. It's nothing short of a blessing. Because... I got to fuck with all. I, I've seen everything. I've seen all of fucking Europe. I've seen all of Asia. I've seen um, seen it all except for Africa. When is that? When are you gonna go to Africa? When them niggas start fucking with my music. They're going too soon. <laughs> and we don't get that on and pop. Shout out, shout out, shout out, my African niggas. Shout out, my Niger niggas. My Nigerian <laughs> niggas. You feel me? You also though. like my nigga. <laughs> You also, though, are putting out, well, just put out a single called Simple Pleasures. Uh-huh. Tell me about the inspiration behind that single, Simple Pleasures. The inspiration about sim- behind Simple Pleasures was dance music. Like, like a lot of people don't know about the, the, the Los Angeles dance scene. Mm-hmm. Like, we're really, really heavy in the dance music from mm-hmm. EDM, from house, to all those things. We're really heavy into mm-hmm. that shit. Like, the warehouse clubs in L.A. are serious about that shit. Mm-hmm. And people don't know that. So I just wanted to express that in a way, but also put the put the funk on there. That's why I got like the housey shit with the nigga playing talk box on there, mm-hmm. and I feel like that was a great way to represent like both sides of myself. Because you know me and my boy Channel Trace, 
we have always been like dance niggas. Like all our placements originally were fucking um, like Yellow Claw and fucking Boombox Cartel, like DJs and shit. Um, and like even like the Wale record we did, um, New York Fashion Week. Like that was still like you know what I'm saying like like all that shit came from like like was dancey shit, so I just wanted to represent that and and bring that with simple pleasures, you know. Well, Angel, let's get into simple pleasures. It's the kickback session, August 08 in the motherfucking building. <laughs> this is <laughs> can you say, can you say huh? say August? This is August 08, and I am in the motherfucking building. Okay, right now is it right still now. recording? It's still recording. Uh, I want to hear it. Yo, this is August away, and I'm in the motherfucking building. Period. This is Simple Pleasures on the Kickback Sessions. <laughs> you can talk at me like you're faithful. Even treat the truth like it's so painful. When you're back with him, it doesn't feel right. And I will need your only highlight. me from your memory because it was nothing more than a simple pleasure nothing more than pleasure you had to go and get something August 08, his most recent single, Simple Pleasures. Yee-hee. So with that song, 
Tell me about the musical inspirations that went to the production of that song. Um, the musical inspirations. I, well, I just got to shout out the producers. Mm-hmm. Um, Govy, um, Wax Motif, mm-hmm. and um, the guy on the talk box, that's Andre Troutman. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's we just we just was catching a vibe, man. Mm-hmm. So that beat was like a, um like a like a black coffee style like mm-hmm. like real real hella fast kind mm-hmm. of record. It was super super fast, boom boom boom, mm-hmm. hella fast. And I was just like, yo, what if we slowed it down? Because mm-hmm. that day in the studio, we um it was me, Barney, and Govey, um and Govey's peoples. Govey's from Canada. Mm-hmm. Shout out Canada. Always shout out Canada. Shout out Canada. I, I, Canada I, all my love goes out to Canada. I hope y'all get y'all first championship. I don't really I fuck. I don't fuck with the Warriors. I'm only gonna give a fuck with nobody. Tell me I don't fuck with the Warriors. I'm from Why? Los Angeles. I'm a Laker fan. Period. Yeah. I guess. I guess. You feel me? Period. Would Would you, you a Clippers like... fan? Are you a Clippers fan, Dre? Pause. Oh, oh. Mm. Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> yo, y'all took a yo the like the, the Celtics Clippers. really took an L though. Oh no, they failed. Y'all oh, took an L. L. I'm not really. It was We had some Lakers. We've had some. We've had like seven or eight figuring it out years, and I'm tired of figuring it figuring it out years. We've Are the Lakers ever gonna get it together? What? It's the Los Angeles Lakers. Sixteen championships. What you talking about? They definitely just got LeBron and see how that ended up. So. What's, your, what's your basketball team? I don't got the basketball team. I was just saying earlier that I personally don't know much about basketball. Knicks ain't been hot that. since 82, nigga. I, I didn't even say that they were hot. I wouldn't even put them out. No what you saying, the Nets? No one's even talking about the Knicks right now, okay? Are you saying the Nets? Angel, you got something to say about basketball? You know more about basketball than I do. You can even take I know over. a lot about basketball, but I'm not even having this conversation <laughs> with you because Why? I already said my opinion. What was your opinion, Angel? Let them know again. I don't have an opinion, honestly. You, you know what I, I call just, you know what I call people who don't who don't represent their team, the one they love since birth? I never really loved Okay, so <laughs> let's understand me and my perspective of basketball. Okay, let's do I it. Literally <laughs> in high school I was in love with college basketball. I never really understood NBA. I didn't fuck with it. I thought it was all a conspiracy of like them building up whoever team they wanted to win whatever year it was. And so I didn't really fuck with it. And so I focused on college basketball, and that's how I really got the perspective of basketball. And then as I watched players, you know, graduate out of college and go on to the NBA, then I followed their track throughout the NBA then, and that's how I grew more into the NBA. And so I didn't begin with the NBA. So my liking of my team is a very raw. Let me say something. Let me say something. Let me say something. Let me tell you something. If we're talking about NBA conspiracy, the NCAA – them niggas stack teams. I feel you. That's why I'm like, I can't even question one if I'm not going to question both. You got to question I, NCAA. No, but that's why I look at both now. Look I'm at like, Duke. I'm chilling. I feel you. After the whole watching, started you know how the much I watch <laughs> March Madness with my shit, okay? Did you watch that March Madness? I definitely watched March Madness. B- built up my fucking bracket. My favorite, my favorite college basketball team is Villanova. Okay, I feel you on that one. You feel me? I, I like how like how do you pick a college basketball team? It was just, tough. No, them teams were good. Like how, how do you just like randomly pick a college basketball? Like what's the process of that? Syracuse had it for a second with Fast. Just because Syracuse, Syracuse they were they were killing it. Syracuse, they were killing it. Yeah, and and and, and it's, like it's the players too? that hell yeah, hell yeah. What you know how many checks them niggas got? 
Under the table. Uh, under the table checks. Uh, those are under the table. Those are definitely under the I don't know about those checks. I don't know. I wish I wish no. I could have really, really tapped in with college. I ain't really had my No, fair, college so. was well, Did you did you, you go to college before starting in music? I did. I took an L. Oh. I, I flunked out. I feel you. How many years were you in? Two. Okay. Which one did you go to? I went to um so let me tell you, this is actually a funny ass story. Okay. You're gonna love this. Because <laughs> you're from LA. <laughs> so I went to Cerritos College. Okay. And I and I felt bad. I mean not Cerritos, I'm sorry, uh Cypress. Cypress okay. Cypress College is in Orange County. Okay. So I went to Cypress College and I and I and I flunked out bad. So my homie, my homie Ravel was like, Hey, hey, cuz this is what you this is what you should do. You should go take your SAT and um and apply for university. Cause I had a three point six when I graduated high school. But I wasn't up on game. So I applied to Cal State Long Beach, went to Cal State Long Beach for one year, and I flunked out. That's what happened. I mean, your journey is special because it was yours. So it's not. <laughs> I mean, like, I was, it's I was on some journey, hood shit, though. though. I was on some gangster shit at that journey. time. It's part of the journey. Like, don't even be mad about that. It's part of the journey. I was game, I was game banging and shit. I was on some other shit, so I really was fucked up. What'd you do after you left college? Game bang. For how long? Shit, like... <laughs> <laughs> um, um probably yes. like, it ain't been that long but it was it was a little second then i started working at the post office because my mama kicked me out because one of the homies i got killed like a couple of homies i got killed mm-hmm. and then um my mama was like you going to north carolina mm-hmm. uh shout out uh ambj he from north carolina uh, north carolina is actually he not from la he from, he from north carolina on oh, everything I love, you from North Carolina, but he got that LA nigga in him though. It's something about that nigga. <laughs> we fuck with that nigga out here. He hard. It's just like J. Cole. Oh. Uh, no, those no threats. She thought though, but he can't say no threats though. We gotta put the three in there. A lot of people from North Carolina are cool as hell though. I know. Hey, no. people from North Carolina, him and J. Cole some vibes. and motherfucking um, L- LA. We really fuck with people from from the Carolinas. The baby. Babies from Carolina. J. Cole. Childish Majors from the, from there. And, and we, we love them niggas out here. They get pubbed out here. No, they, they get mad love because their their music is just authentic again. Like that nigga. And then hey, they have a certain sound. I think like just. I took just a, speaks a lot of I all. took an L with the baby too. I ain't gonna front. What you mean by that? So. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> he got. Hey, I ain't gonna front though. The baby got hands. Like if if I'm talking about a nigga who really looked yeah, like he, he got you know, he really who got chunkums, he really about it. Who got chunkums for real? The baby got chunkums, <laughs> and it, and it's authentic. Like you know, he really be scrapping out here. Like he he really a street nigga. He really bought his shit. Like all the street niggas really respect him, and he don't bang no set. So niggas really respect him because he just like I'm on he some gangster shit. He a gangster shit. on his own, which is people respect. Why, him. why do you think you took? A, why did you say you took an L from him then? I took an L because as a songwriter producer, this guy. Um, Black Pearl, this mixer from 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 North Carolina, hit me up two years ago and was like, "I got this guy, the baby. He hard." I heard the music; it wasn't what it is now, and I was like, "I just was lax a days ago about it." Mm, you didn't make it a priority. This was the same time around the time I knew I, I first met you. Mm. I was lax a days ago, and I didn't know it was gonna pop off. Now look at this nigga. They hit me up. <laughs> they hit me up last year to to fuck with him again. You still were, and I, you still I, were I was on tour. I was just out there. I just didn't have the time. 
So last year you're kind of like maybe you were more inclined. I was I wasn't more inclined. I ain't confront. I was I was I was lackadaisical. So what are you looking for in artists that you would want to work with and collaborate with in songwriting and producing? Not producing. I would have fucked with him if I had the time, mm-hmm. but I didn't have the time. But um, what I look for. You just got to be able to, your voice, you you ain't even got to sing that good. You just got to have a voice. Like, there's this kid that I developed named Giveon. Mm-hmm. He signed to Epic Records. He just signed his, his deal. Congrats, Giv. Hey, congratulations. Um, he signed to uh, Seven Thomas and Epic. Okay, fire. Um, voice just got to be incredible. His voice is fucking, that nigga, that nigga sound like fucking butter. And he from, he from Long Beach. How'd you find him? In Long Beach? No, so Malik, so there's this guy named Malik. He's uh, also in the music industry. He works for SBE, Scooter Brian's uh, Mm -hmm. company. Um, He hit me up about this kid and was like, yo, this kid is dope. Then a year later, Giveon sent me this song called Vanish. And I was like, holy shit, this nigga can blow. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yo, give me like a month and we're going to get in. We're going to make a project. So me, Barney, Channel Trace, um... We made we made an EP for him, mm. and that EP is what got him signed to Epic. His his, his voice is fucking beautiful. That's amazing. Yeah. I love. I think it's so important to find artists that you truly like believe in, uh-huh. and who sound like resonates with you in a way where it makes you happy to listen to every time. Absolutely. Like, so you feel like you just heard it for the first time. But it's it's real it's real love to Seven Thomas because Seven Thomas is the one who really took it to Epic and got people to pay attention. Because he got that pub behind his name. So he was able to get people to really fuck with Gibb. Hell yeah. Which is mad respect. In terms of the legacy you want to build as an artist and a songwriter, how do you see yourself evolving in the next five, ten years? My focus progressively is to to be a better artist and songwriter. Mm -hmm. That's all I care about is just making the best music I can possibly make and reaching my goal. My goal is ten number ones. Ten number ones. Yeah. I'm at two, so we're going to get there. That's pretty dope. Not everybody can say that. Yeah, it's, that's that's a that's that's NBA rings around here, baby. No, it's just, it's everything. I got two NBA rings. How many how many rings the Nets got? Damn. Hey, you don't like you don't know me. Sid know me. I'm a petty ass nigga. He's super petty. I come he's from the I, me and my Pause. homies is the most petty niggas you can meet. Nah, he's super petty. Like, like he, birthday, he really gave song. me a hard Look, time. I need to know birthday because you said petty. You said what? You said petty. I need birthday. Yeah, we always you, do you, astrology on the show. January second, Capricorn, <gasps> stubborn nigga, stubborn as fuck, Capricorn, Damn. baby. Oh my god! You said what? Ooh, ego, stubborn. Damn. Listen, listen. I got, I got a, cap- I got a Capricorn a X too. Is he petty too? We all childish. Yeah, my ex was childish You took an L too. on that one. And hey, we all took an L. I took an L on my Capricorn. That's you know, it's all right. Capricorns are just you. Just take the L's of the Capricorns. Like, What's an L? Because my loss is a gain in my heart. You can feel that way if you want to. <laughs> Oh. Hey, listen, listen. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm Capricorn. I'm fucking kryptonite, baby. Baby, oh. I'm kryptonite. I know it. Do you know your moon? You're rising. Hold on. Ooh. Sagittarius and Cancer, baby. Wait, wait, wait. What? 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 Wait, rising. Yeah. Sagittarius or my rising, rising is Sagittarius. Oh my Just god. Definitely. Let me pull it up so y'all can see. So you, you got good energy, Sagittarius. I fuck with Sag energy. I have amazing energy. But Capricorn. Claim it, yes. <laughs> yes, I am popping. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. So my yeah. rising is um is Cancer. Oh, Your rising is Cancer. And my moon is Sagittarius. 
Oh, that's a very interesting yeah. combination. I don't really know how to. <laughs> I don't know how to interpret you that. You on co-star? Huh? You yeah. on co-star? What's your what's your what's your thing? Are you about to follow me on co-star? Are you about to be okay. co-star friends? So when you feel an emotion, I'll send you a text people. like, "Hey, don't be emotional right now." <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> don't be so you emotional can today. On co-star. You, you can, can really you can like stalk people. Girl, you can add co-star friends. is this dope, really dope astrology app where you can co- see your your moon, your rising. And your your moon, your rising, and your sun sign, and then the descriptions behind each. Co-star then took over the black community. I ain't gonna front. Low key. Over the really? Oh Co-star? Yeah. What a lesbian. Like, shout out, <laughs> shout out all my it? lesbians out there. I'm dead. Shout out all my. Le- is this right here the first one? Oh yeah. Okay. It's ain't it Pride Month? It's, it's Pride, it's pride right? It's Pride. It's, pride. it's, pride. it's, it's and then it's Pride this weekend too. Angel. Pride, we lit. Angel. We going up in LA, y'all. You know, in Long Beach, they paint the streets uh, with the rainbow. That shit hard as fuck. That's the hard, like, because you know we got the motherfucking European style crosswalks in Long Beach. I, I think I've only been to, what is Smokers Grooves? Smoking Grooves. Smoking Grooves. That was in Long Beach, right? I can't go to no, I can't, I can't go I'm to no festival that got drugs like weed in it because people be high as fuck and I just don't, I don't know how to operate around that kind of shit. You don't fuck with it? That's it's not that I don't fuck with it. being in LA, but, though, and you feel that way. I feel like everyone's always high around you. It's just very specific. Like when it's a weed thing, I can't go. When it's when it's just, but it's not. It's not even a weed vibe. I've been. I went, y'all. You, you said I've been. I've been. I've been there. Nah, fuck that. I'm just. Nah, playing. fuck that. They smoked. was doing drugs. <laughs> nah, that I didn't. Yeah, smoking the dope. Remember when old people say you smoking the dope? Who done? Did you go to the one last year? I did. I really enjoyed that. Did I see you there? I don't think so. You know, I'll be trying to run away from you in these streets. Damn, really? I'm just playing. I'm just playing. You can definitely give me a hug last time I seen you. No, no, every time. Yo, the thing thing about Sid, I got to say this. Thanks. The thing about it is this, y'all. I never like to go out where it's other music industry people there. So when I see people I know, I instantly smack my lips. So (laughs) if if I went to the movies and I saw saw fucking um, Drake, I'd be like, this nigga here. That's like, how you it's feel. fucking that's my movie. That's how you movie feel, seeing Drake. <laughs> that's, that's how you feel. This nigga. It's not just Drake. It's just anybody. Like, if I see a music industry motherfucker somewhere I go, like, I saw my homie um, Andrew Grant at a. We went to. I forgot. It was a fucking uh, Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. And I saw that nigga at the theater and I was like. Here you can't go. just. You can't just. You don't like, want to see him out. I don't want to see no nobody from work out. From work? So, okay. <laughs> Friends outside of you know we are friends, so but when we when we at the little events, cause I got it, cause you know you niggas be making you go to the little events. Of course, that's just kind of like. When I'm at the little events, I'd be like, nah, man. You don't want to go. You don't want to see nobody there. I get a limp handshake out to niggas. Uh, I give limp handshakes to niggas. You know, you know the limp handshake when you like. You, that, you can't. You can't be a real nigga and give out handshakes like that. That's oh shit! Y'all know each other. <laughs> ah, we got some fan vibes in here. Shay Jacobs. Shay needs hey. to come on the show soon. Too. Hey, this nigga's song we got together Introduce is yourself, fire. Shay. At this point. Shay. Shay. <laughs> oh. That shit fire. Okay, bet. I guess with boo. That shit hard, Okay, lit. I want to hear another song from your playlist. Can you send me a very interesting, eclectic playlist? Hey, play that, uh. Play that, what, what, you, what you want to hear? It's your kickback. Oh, play Never it's Ending Fairy Tale. Yo, this song right here, I've been, I've been, I've been in love with this song every day. So in my car, every time, every time, every time I'm in my car, you know, play the Khalid album. It starts from finish to end. I don't even know why. It's so before the Khalid album did that shit. It was Travis Scott 18, 
Every time I get in my car, I had to play fucking Travis Scott 18. Last time I saw Travis Scott, I saw Travis Scott, I was like, listen, nigga, I'm I'm not fucking with 18 no more. It play every fucking day. You fucking hacking niggas' phones and making this fucking song play every day. Let's hear it. I don't know. I, I... So so this is Never Ending Fairy Tale by um Labyrinth. This is my favorite shit right now. This is for the ladies. Let's go. It's the kickback sessions. I'm gonna fall asleep, I'm gonna wake up I'm gonna kill a dream, I'm gonna chase one I'm gonna go for broke, I'm gonna count cars Stuck in the middle, I know this chase will never I'm gonna fight for love, I'm gonna lay down I'm here to make a mark, I'm gonna fade out Just when the sun comes up, I pray that the rain comes Stuck in the middle, I know this fight will never end I guess I got a decision to make Tell me what am I missing if I wait And life is quietly whispering you're too late I guess I got a decision to make Well tomorrow never made no promises Life never said it came with a blue Come on, standing here waiting for a moment Stuck in the middle It's just how these fairy tales never reach the end Bam, bam, From Hunter's Stoke, Dake Tumblers on the sixth floor. Six pumps in the trunk with enormous beat. Crawling when I shine, nigga, through Long Beach. Beach City Club, up the whips on the dub. 22s, 23s, show a nigga love. Bouncing through the neighborhood, bitch, straight jacket. Tap Roger, slub, straight knock. 215, 4659. Kenwood EQ, dash Alpine. Smoking coming out the window when I come down. That nigga dash from the dark.
south side of this jet. I put your water coat up, up, down, down. Get out the way, cause we're about to clown. Get your boogie on, nigga, just walk to this. And if you don't, nigga, use a bitch. Architect me from the set, you ain't want it here. Motherfucker, back from the front to the rear. With 12 o'clock strike, pull the drink and get blazed up. That's when your niggas get phased up. Cause we got. It's your girl, the homie Sydney, and we are still here. We are lit. We are live with August Yo, what's 08. Up? What's poppin'? Thank you for the vibes you just brought to the room. Can you just got us a little, a little lit, a little bouncy? You feel me? I don't know if you I can, can say guarantee lit to that no one. one's ever played that in this room. For sure. You I guarantee the vibes. that. Well, it depends. Depends. Um, what's that nigga that used to have a show up over here? Um, damn, I forgot his name. But he's an older nigga. He used to have a show up over here. An OG. So he OG. Hey, you still, he used to play that song, or he's the one who showed you that song? No, no, no. Come on. That's heritage right there. Okay, so you just, you, you've been noon. Yeah, that's, that's, that's instilled inside me. She know. What music did you grow up with? Like, who, who, who's always playing in your house growing up? There was no music that played in my house growing up. Interesting, really. My mama, my mama wasn't fucking with that. She, um, it wasn't that she was against music. She just wasn't, that wasn't how we expressed. How'd you guys express? Shit, privacy. <laughs> Growing see, up in my household, guys, like we all were separate in the house, like lots of silence. Like that's that's why I'm so quiet because nobody was really like out here just on some shit. I'm like the most turned up one, and I'm fucking calm as fuck. Damn, interesting. Yeah. So how'd you really fall in love with music? I told you, my uncle Delcy. Right, who takes that? Um, my uncle Delcy and my cousin uh, Rico. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then the ones who kind of really start to expose that around you. So. Just to tell you the story of how I yeah. actually got into music. Um, my cousin Rico had this old computer. Um, so I got sent. There's this gang um, called the VNGs, mm. VNG Gangsta Bloods. So my cousin stayed in the VNGs, and for the summertime when my mom and dad were getting a divorce, I got sent there mm-hmm. to go live with my cousins. And my cousin was from, from 50 Crib, but they were staying in the VNGs, which is very dangerous and random as fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so this... The 50s is on one side of the street, and the VNGs is on the other side of the street. Mm-hmm. So they were staying on the VNG side. Okay. Um, and I was staying with them for the summertime. My cousin had this old ass computer, and it had Cakewalk, this this uh this um production um program that ter- it turned into Cubase. Mm-hmm. It went from, so it was a uh, Cakewalk before it was Cubase. So I made like my first beat on that. And from there, you were like, okay, I, li- I like this. I liked this, it. This feels like home. I liked it, but I wasn't, like, trying to be a musician or nothing. I wasn't trying to be, like, a beat maker. I, that same summer, I picked up guitar. Mm-hmm. I started playing guitar. See, I didn't start singing until I was 21. Really? Yeah. Damn. I didn't sing. I didn't start writing songs or singing until I was 21. At the same, like... So when did you even get confident in your voice and in your pen? 
21. Shit. 21. So Suze, you really like? Well, I was. I still ain't confident in my pants. Yeah. Well, you should be. I, I'm, I, you know how that go. I don't know how that go actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's I just like. It's just like. My nigga, my, my nigga, uh, my nigga shares in this motherfucker, so he know. We don't know we tight. If you tight, you don't know you tight. That's a fact. You just make whatever the fuck you want to make. When the when the loose start coming, you get a little icy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Then you be like, okay, I'm 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 doing well. Now it's time to sustain. And once you learn to sustain and you compromise a little bit, you pull back and stop compromising once you feel comfortable in yourself. Interesting. Yeah. I think that's the like the game you play as a songwriter. You never even know how the other person will receive it. Oh, bro, it's been some songs that I made that I feel like that ain't how that's not what we intended that song to be. That ain't that ain't what I wanted it. to be. Are you be. usually happy with the end product? Sometimes, and sometimes it's like if it's a smash, you be like, "This nigga singing my shit trash," but it's a smash. That rhyme, dude, was that intentional? That was not. That was not intentional. <laughs> I am not a uh, I am not a rhymer. I can't rap for shit. You're not a rapper. Oh fuck no. Never I, gonna be no rapper. I wrote a huh. You never gonna be no rapper. You're not gonna just like change in like five years and start rapping on us hoes. I didn't ghostwritten for a bunch of niggas, but I'll never be a rapper. Ghost is a lot of money in ghostwriting, by the way. If you're a young songwriter, finesse these niggas for 15k a verse, and it will you'll get it. Period. And that's and that's Period. the advice. Drop the mic. Drop the fucking mic. Before you go though, I do want. To hear the biggest lesson that you wish you would have known and learned from your younger years that you know now. That's a that's that's a that's a, that's a tough one. There's so many lessons. Um, it can be a few. I think the biggest lesson I learned is um, that mass production of songs isn't mm-hmm. the best thing for your career. Interesting. Like I used to be at fucking Paramount. Paramount Studios mm-hmm. recording 15 songs, 10 songs a day. Mm-hmm. And the little F room, they got the little shoebox. Mm-hmm. I get one placement. But once I started refining myself and, and and learning what I actually like and listening to myself, shit started cracking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think the biggest lesson was to actually work for what you like and what you want as opposed to working for other people. And, man, bruh, like, if you're a young songwriter out there, young producer... Mm-hmm. If you listening to fucking Travis Scott right now, don't go make a beat that sound like Travis Scott. Because that nigga's style changed. That's two years ago. Mm. That's a year ago. It's gone. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that if you're a fan of someone and you want to make music for that person, mm-hmm. you have to look at them as a fan and say, this is where I see you going. This is where I see you in the future. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to work. Like... To for an example, for example, um, I'm really good friends with this rapper named Kyle, Super Duper Kyle, mm-hmm. and I was a very huge fan of him um, when I was younger, like 16, 17. Mm-hmm. I was a big ass fan of Kyle, and um, I had the opportunity to me and Barney actually had the opportunity to write his single, um, "Hey Julie." Mm-hmm. When we came to him with the idea of "Hey Julie," I told him straight up, like, "Yo, this is this is my homie." I was like, "Yo, I am a fan of yours, bro," and this is like. Let's connect as me being a fan and me and a, me appreciating you as an artist first. Then we can make music. And me and that nigga was rapping his songs and shit, going back. Like if you see, you seem like you fuck with Kyle. You already know. So I know Brick and me and Kyle had that moment 
of like rapping his old shit, Lexicon, Lexi, Lexicon, still living with him, still be flexing on him, like all that old school shit. So, like, you just be a fan of niggas first. And I think that's the best advice because people don't celebrate each other enough anymore or just shout out when they're dope and who they're dope. I mean, who else is dope? Uh-huh. People are so afraid to just co sign sometimes or just to really just show hella love. So many people out here are so talented. We, we need to switch the narrative. We need to switch that narrative. We haters. Everybody's a hater. Mm. No, we all haters. Mm. We all haters. <laughs> I'm not a hater. <laughs> all y'all haters, man. I'm not no hater. We all haters. It's somebody we looking at like who who got got a little little more success. We be like, fuck, I'm gonna one up this nigga. No, that's it's just that's like when you in high school when nigga come with the J's and you like, fuck, I'm gonna up them J's. That nigga got the new, he got the concrete ones. I don't even know whatever. I don't even know nothing shit about Jordans, but <laughs> he got the he got the cement grays. That's cement. what they call it. the cement. The cement, right? Is it cement so or is it concrete? That's a classic Jordan shoe. It's one of them motherfuckers. The cement. Yeah, that's like the cement. Something's like the Air Force. We not gonna I try know. to keep up. <laughs> we gonna keep. We gonna. We gonna, I, <laughs> we gonna flop. We're not, we're not gonna do that. But what we're gonna do is keep streaming your single. Thank you. And we're gonna keep running that up. Fire my single, simple pleasures. The remix comes out. Can I say that? Okay. The remix of simple pleasures comes out June twenty sixth with Gold Link. With Gold Link. Uh-huh. It's gonna be fire. Yes. I have to ask my dog. My dog, dog, do you want to say cut. hi? What's up? What's popping? His manager is also a big yeah, homie of mine. So we just, we just have a lot of homie vibes bit. in the building tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been real. No, all of our, my voice, I'm sick too, bro. I feel you. But, August, much love. Much Thanks love for to you. Up, kicking I'm back, proud of you, cuz. I'm proud of you. You know what I'm saying? Young New York nigga out here doing making waves. I appreciate you. I'm trying to be like you. I'm being New York in July, you feel me? In July. That's the best time to go to New York. Okay, I only fine. really like pull up in New York, mainly in the summer. Man, you got to go when it's hot, hot, though. Woo! It was hot. It was it's been real, though. Kickback Sessions with the homie Sydney, August 08 in the building. Thank y'all for listening. Tune in all the platforms tomorrow. We dropping it again.